Alright, how's it going everyone, and thanks for joining me on a new episode of the Music Reviewer Podcast. My name is Josh, and yeah, we're doing a new album review today. This is going to be episode 53, covering the latest album from Broadwave, uh, Soulfly. Now, uh, Soulfly was released on March 26th, so uh, not too long ago, late March been meaning to get to this album i've been digging rod waves uh, stuff in general since um you know not since i discovered him this past summer but really just as i listen more and more to him i've gained you know some respect uh for how he does his approach to like the r&b and hip-hop thing and uh yeah kind of had to prepare for this album review regardless because uh for the other segment of this show best and worst track of the week he had an album bomb that uh, infiltrated the Billboard Hot 100 for uh, with quite a few songs. So anyways, uh, kind of wanted to get this review in before I dropped that episode of Best and Worst Track of the Week. Um, just so kind of kill two birds with one stone. And uh, honestly, I don't do that for every artist. I could have done that with Justin Bieber last week. But uh, I think Rod Wave's uh, good enough and uh, just more interesting to uh, you know devote a couple episodes to uh this album but anyways uh, but but yeah anyways just want to let everyone know uh, about some stuff that dropped on the podcast uh last episode of the album review series was uh, over Lana Del Rey's chemtrails over the country club uh had quite a bit of uh, stuff to say on that album i thought it was an interesting album overall uh different stuff overall in general from Lana if you want to check out that episode it's the last album review uh, so yeah, Kim tells over the Country Club from Lana Del Rey, and then also a new episode of Best and Worst Track of the Week dropped um, a couple days ago for the week of April third. At this point, it's kind of old news, but uh, it's just covering some tracks from. Uh, there's a collaborative track from Chris Young and Kane Brown, the Justin Bieber album bomb. Uh, if you're interested in what I thought about the Justice album, uh, all the you know tracks that basically dropped with all the features uh a track from uh little tj daniel caesar caesar and Givian, sorry uh but yeah ended up being broadway versus justin bieber uh so yeah broadway got the best track of the week Justin bieber got worst uh even though the track wasn't you know the track was bad but i mean it could have been a lot worse i'm thinking but but yeah, that best track of the week from Rod Wave is a single off of this album we're reviewing right now. So if you wanted just uh, to catch up on the best and worst track of the week series, there you go. And also, if uh, anyone is interested, the Kings of Leon album I did a couple weeks ago is still, you know, kind of fresh-ish. If anyone was interested, I thought that was a pretty decent album as well. So let's go ahead and get into this Rod Wave album review. So, uh... Just, I mean, Rod Wave is still a relatively fresh artist, in my opinion, especially from all the artists I've been covering recently. He's, you know, probably one of the newer artists I've covered in some time. It seems like he has been active for a few years, but I really honestly didn't get to really discover the artist uh, until really this past summer when I had to review one of their tracks, one of his tracks, uh, for Best and Worst Track of the Week. But uh, yeah, so just reading a bit to Rod Wave, he's an American singer-songwriter and rapper. He's best known for incorporating like rap and hip-hop pretty seamlessly into most of his music. He executes both skills, uh, the rapping and the singing, quite well, but I'd say he's best known for his rich and soulful voice. Uh, that definitely stands out in comparison to many contemporaries. And yeah, it seems like the progression of Rod Wave's career... 
coming up from just being an independent artist, releasing make tape mixtapes, and then getting a record deal, and then putting out uh, you know a debut album and and then a, a commercially successful sophomore album, uh, Pray for Love, and then now uh, a Soulfly, which is uh, has uh, been I would argue his most commercially successful project, uh, peaking at number one on the Billboard 200 now uh, and then also with several of the tracks uh, on the album making onto the hot 100 uh, his progression is actually happening you know idealistically i guess for any artist and it's just really awesome to see because he's not like this uh typical uh, hip-hop or r&b artist that is uh very uh heavy on like sex appeal um, or uh, I guess materialistic or superficial, you know, topics in the, in the music, um, or even aesthetically, it's it just seems like it's uh, this is what we've been wanting. A lot of people have been wanting, you know, as an artist is like Rod Wave that's just real and authentic, um, that uh, is you know progressing and is starting to come up to the top of the game. Uh, like you know, he's not as big as you know the the mega juggernaut artists like a, a Drake. Uh, but then again, who who will ever be bigger than a Drake? Honestly, uh, but he's he's making a name for himself, and uh, it seems like it's being done the right way. Uh, granted, I don't know everything about Rodway. I honestly don't know anything about him other than what's available on Wikipedia. Um, but you know, it it's just. It's nice to see the natural progression of a career taking off uh, for an artist like him. Um, but anyways, let's, let's get more into the music. Uh, Pray for Love, the sophomore album. I just wanted to uh, touch on that a bit because I like, uh, you know, hearing uh, of the previous project going into a new one. Um, just to kind of have some context. And right off the bat, when I turned that album on, uh, just listening to it, it felt immediately just more raw compared to Soulfly. Um, for instance, the track Fuck the World uh, it features Rod rapping with an aggressive delivery, which doesn't really happen on Soulfly at all. Uh, Thug Life was a bit of an anomaly due to the track just sounding washed out and muffled a bit in the instrumental. It just really seems quite different in terms of the production from other tracks, um, especially the track before and after it. Uh, I think that's something that was noted by other listeners from some comments I read on certain threads. Um, I guess there was a, a mastering issue. Maybe the tracks were just uh, hodgepodge together. I don't know. But the production just does sound a bit off track to track. Um, the album picks up around uh, No Weakness right after Rags to Riches. For some reason, the production changes, but for the better. The tune just sounds a bit more lively and brighter on spots. Uh, Rod's delivery is just more clear and pronounced. The track has an overall ni nice energy to it. Uh, the Greatest uh, incorporates a, a nice main melodic motif that's executed with lots of lots of attitude by Rod all throughout the track. And the track then transitions to Rod singing some smooth vocal lines that pick up the track even more. Another track, Ribbon in the Sky, features Rod demonstrating his rap chops with a nice flow and energetic presence. Also, while incorporating vocal lines uh, at the end of some of the rapped uh, lines, it's a solid example of what Rod is good at, just blending the two seamlessly together. And the main pattern I've noticed a lot of Rod's tracks on this project fall into uh, was that a lot of the tracks are just presented as like these very, I guess, 
one-dimensional folk ideas that don't really develop that much. Uh, not much verse-chorus, verse-chorus, bridge-chorus going on, standard strong structure. This makes some of the run times to be quite short or feel make the tracks feel a bit incomplete. But overall, the album had its moments. Uh, but Soulfly just seems to be like an overall more refined project that's polished. Um, with uh, Rod Wave showing some flashes of growth and maturity. But I will say, Soulfly, uh, you know, it, it's not the perfect. It's not a perfect album either. Uh, but I think it is an improvement uh, from uh, Pray for Love. Uh, although the both projects are respectively decent, um, Soulfly first tracks just starting off here. Uh, the track addresses a sort of like meta topic, like his influence on the youth due to his famous artists, also topics of like death in relation to his friend dying. Um, typical Rod Wave, uh, you know, song topics and uh, I guess ideas thrown in. Uh, the sub bass on this track can be turned up a bit too much. It cuts through everything, causing it to be distracting at times. This does happen at other points in the album as well. But the track, like the, the compositionally, when we get to the Soul Flies refrain that the track builds up to, it, in my opinion, it just doesn't pay off as much as I was hoping for. Um, and as much as it could have, maybe. It's not a bad track. There's some emotional peaks when Rod is belting in the background of the track, but I thought the track just had a bit more potential, um, especially with the... I, I've, I've heard Rod execute a, a hook or refrain better as he's building up to it, uh, such as like something off Letter for Houston. I keep on referencing that track, but it's true. Uh, next track, Gonto November. I thought this was a decent track as well. The track has a bit of a more sensitive nature to it. Uh, there's a light, there's some light guitar textures on here that make the track more ambient. There's some bright piano melodies all throughout the track that color the track nicely. And Rod's vocals um, are nicely implemented all throughout, especially when there's more emotional lead parts that combine with the rest of the vocals on the track. Uh, creates some decent moments on there. I thought this was a good track. Um, didn't think we got much of a highlight until the next track, Don't Forget, which honestly, this is probably one of the best Rod Wave tracks of all time. In my opinion, the best track on this album. Uh, like, I dig the hooky melodic ideas Rod throws in on this track. Uh, features This track features a lot of Rod's rapping. It's smooth. Uh, the flow's smooth. There's a nice delivery all throughout. Uh, some nice embellishing vocal runs all throughout this track. With uh, The most catchy and concise track I've heard on this album thus far, and I think it's pretty much throughout the whole album, this takes the cake. Uh, the track has a nice groove. The bass hits are spaced out nicely. Topically on the song, it's a, kind of a nice call out to the rap game, uh, addressing topics of uh, the shallow nature of the hip hop game, uh, the stupid, uh, I guess, topics in a lot of uh, tracks and uh, Pimp C. Uh, there's a vocal snippet, I think he did in an interview, possibly of him calling out the rap game, pretty much enhancing this track about the shallow nature of certain beef and just uh, the lack of positive energy, I guess, uh, in hip hop uh, that's been going on forever. But anyways, uh, yeah, a great track, don't forget. Tombstone, another great track. I covered it on Best and Worst Track of the Week. Um, this track, in the context of the album, it's nice. As a, you know, my ideas haven't changed. Um, the, it features the typical subdued Rod Wave nature with the soft vocal tone. And uh, I'll say it again, the gospel vocals are executed 
perfectly on here. I usually don't like gospel vocals implemented into tracks. Uh, it's usually gimmickly, but here it's tastefully used. Lovely falsetto runs from Rod. Honestly, this isn't exactly revelational when it comes to like Rod Wave stuff. I will say it's it's exactly what you'd expect to hear from a Rod Wave tune, but it's it's executed nicely. The lyrical content is sobering. It has a sobering tone to it as well about struggling all throughout your life. Uh, and it keeps the constant charm. Not a bad track. Next track, All I Got. Uh, I thought this was a good track as well, especially to follow Tombstone. There's a lush intro section with electric guitar runs and spaced out piano chords. Uh, I love the little melodic interludes uh, embellishing the track all throughout. Uh, it's more of an emotional, softer R&B track. Rod soft and smooth vocal tone obviously works well over this it's it's a good track uh the the vocal snippet on here is a bit unusual though i will say i think it uh isn't <laughs> isn't implemented as uh i guess tastefully as other parts uh you know on other tracks but uh it's there i think it's just i think it just goes on uh for a bit uh richer featuring polo g honestly I, I thought that track was okay i thought polo g did a solid job but uh, i think i covered it on one of the episodes of best Norse track of the week didn't quite find it to be that much of a highlight street runner another track i thought was great covered on best and worst track of the week as well but um yeah you know i it obviously got best track of the week that week too uh, typical Broadway vocal stylizations the soft color on his voice is present and it's nice there's uh, some nice melodic piano instrumentation that's present it's a good touch to the track uh, Rod's vocals just kind of float all throughout the track nicely the piano on this track has a light nature to it it floats all throughout the track uh, the track is a bit anticlimactic but it's not bad it kind of reminds you of letter from Houston um, the elongated voicemail message is a bit dragged out though too um, Pills and Bills honestly this track could have been better in my opinion it kind of suffers from the underdeveloped nature a lot of the tracks from the previous album had but honestly this track kind of acts like a bit of a marker the on, the album honestly uh, doesn't really pick up from here uh, a lot of it just sounds like filler from here on out this track does have a bit more of an energetic and upbeat presence to it. It sounds really interesting with the synth melodies faintly in the background. Uh, th th that really colors the track quite nicely. It's a good track. It's very straightforward though, uh, but Rod's rapping is executed with a nice flow and presence. Uh, next couple of tracks honestly I didn't find to be that interesting in terms of highlights. Uh, OMB, OMDB I thought was interesting though there's a mid to late 2000s R&B charm to it uh, there's a deep and warm bass line that fits in well on this track and accompanies the tracks quite nicely when it's added it could have used more of that honestly um, I dig the adding of the embellished vocal backing vocals on this track it gives this track a lot more character and then also there's just some interesting textures all throughout the track with like some palm muted guitar stuff thrown in uh, not a bad track overall. A couple tracks after on Calling. Uh, in my opinion, it, the reason I'm bringing this track up is just by the time I'm at this point, the track is maybe sounding a bit recycled or homogenous by this point. And Rod's vocals are quite good still on this track. They're quite smooth. But the track lacks something to make it stick out in the context of the album. Uh, Sneaky Links I thought was interesting. Uh, just because the track does kind of have its own unique nature to it. It's murky and dark. The track feels like it's missing a rap verse, though, due to how spaced out it is naturally. 
Uh, but it, it, this whole aesthetic, the murky and darkness to it, is executed quite nicely. It's not bad, but you know, I, I thought it was missing some elements to it. Uh, next track, believe me. Uh, honestly, same issues as I had with Calling. Um, you know, the, it has trouble standing out in the context of the album, but it does. It obviously follows the typical Rod Wave style. Uh, I was just very meh on it. And then moving on, uh, by the time we're here, we're towards the end of the album. Uh, I'd like this track, though. It confronts some diff- difficult topics for Rod Wave. Uh, there's, but there is a nice, hopeful mood to this track. It kind of is reminiscent of some material from the 90s uh, with the style on this bright piano instrumental that makes the track quite lush. It kind of has the same mood as like Tupac's Changes, but obviously it, it's not executed in the same way at all with Rod Wave on here, but I thought that was interesting, and it's a nice moment to have towards the end of the album, especially since it's a bit lackluster towards the end. Um, and the next track, Changing, is the end of the uh, album. Uh, I like that it addresses mental health. Uh, it's a bit emo, it's not bad, but honestly, the second time I listened to it, or second or third time, uh, I just couldn't really get into it um i thought i needed some more listens but yeah it, it just really isn't that all all that interesting in comparison to the uh, other highlights on this album and uh yeah by the time i'm here uh you know I'm, I'm glad i listened to this project uh i thought there was a lot of great stuff that went on here i think i'd probably have one of my favorite tracks of the year or in some time on off of this with uh don't forget and then you know, there's some great tracks that I've come to discover uh, that I'll that I'll dig uh, pretty much, you know, until I don't care about Rodwave anymore. Gone till November, uh, Tombstone, uh, Street Runner. Um, yeah, just some nice moments overall. Also, moving on was wasn't bad as well. Like I said, I thought it was an improvement in comparison to Pray for Love. It, this album didn't have like the technical production issues that that album did although there are some questioning choices especially with how crazy high it that sub bass is mixed in uh it really cuts through some nice uh some nice instrumental um melodies and textures at times but but yeah that really wasn't that big of an issue i really say i think what suffers is the lack of ideas uh, towards the latter half of the album when it, a lot of it sounds like filler or just very homogenous. Uh, like, these were just ideas thrown on, but they weren't really developed to their full potential. Uh, but still, I dig the album. Like, uh, Rod Wave, it's really hard for Rod Wave, I think, to make something that's really bad, and I think that's a good thing. Eventually, there might have to be something different from track to track to really justify putting this many tracks on an album especially when some of them really don't uh, stick out uh but yeah that's just my opinion uh if i had to rate this album probably give it a six out of ten so yeah i'd say I, I enjoyed it about as much as like some you know recent things i've heard i definitely liked it more than the last lana album i don't know if that's saying much more than the julian baker album uh you know i thought this was just good i really thought it had potential to be better or perhaps great um and i think there's potential for rod wave to definitely do that um and i you know i'm hopeful that it will happen and uh, i'll be able to enjoy his music for years to come but anyways 
Uh, yeah, that's just my opinion. Uh, I think you'll definitely dig this album if you're familiar with Rod Wave and you're, you're favorable towards him. If you're just into hip-hop and R&B, there's some stuff on here that I'm sure a lot of hip-hop and R&B listeners will dig. I don't really know who would dislike this. Perhaps people that are more into uh, hearing trap bangers uh, with uh, auto-tune crooning not really any of this going on so that perhaps that this won't be your cup of tea if you're more into that um the uh little uzi vert or uh, travis scott listeners perhaps uh probably i you know i'm not saying they can't get into this but this really doesn't have any of those qualities uh from that side of the hip-hop spectrum but anyways that's what makes music great yeah, there's different varieties within genres but yeah, if you listen to the end of this review, thanks for joining me on this uh, album review. Um, again, my name is Josh. I'm a music reviewer. If you're uh, listening on YouTube, like and subscribe. If you dug the podcast, listen to other episodes. Leave some feedback, good or bad, if you didn't dig the podcast. Uh, or subscribe on your desired listening streaming service uh, if you listen that way. But anyways, take care of yourselves. I'll see you all later.